You are listening to It Matters, a social issues talk show meant to break down local elections um, and sensational headlines to weed through the BS to give you what really matters. I am joined by my co-hosts, Martha and Sam. Hey, hey. Hi, hi. Hi, y'all. So this is kind of just a little bonus episode. We just finished up our two-part census episodes, census special, if you will. Fill out your census. Please. You have, from now, you have a third, 29 days to fill it out. It is yes. September 2nd. You have until um, September 30th? Yeah, like 30, 31st. I don't know how many days we got to this Which year. was cut back <laughs> a month from the original extension to October. Yeah, that's what I was checking. Right. I was like, I could have sworn yeah. there was an October date in there, but. Yeah. Okay. Well. So that's also happening. But also, <laughs> maybe it. it could change again. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> Just fill out your senses. Yeah, please. Get it done tomorrow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Trying to be positive here, guys. Come on. Um, it's all going to help. So, <laughs> so uh, for this bonus episode, we wanted to congregate, compile our ideas, our research, our extra thoughts about the Congress in general. And so the census de- decides the House of Reps. Rep- House of Reps are one of two bodies of Congress with the Senate. They make up the legislative branch of government which makes the laws, we want to talk about them. Right. They're very important. See, I'm already in a black hole. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) It's so, it's just such a huge spectrum of things to talk about because it's all connected. And we're going to hit some topics. We are. Because it's it's going to be all over the place, but I promise you it's going to be a fun ride. It's just, it's a lot to take in, but it's all very important parts. It really is. Into the big old puzzle of what what? is our legislation and, you know. It all starts with the person listening to this right now. Yes. (laughs) And I do kind of just want to add some of this, too. We were just talking. The presidential election is not the only thing at stake. No. And so I guess I just want to add if if you don't, if you're too overwhelmed by all of that and the two candidates, that's not the only thing to vote on. So please show up. Yeah, honestly, ignore that um, election part of the yeah. battle. If you must. <laughs> if you feel a type of way, we get it. Yeah. But it's kind of like meditation. It's like when you get anxiety and you're just like, oh my God, there's too much going on, like too much going on, and then you focus on the little things. Yeah. The same thing. Focus on what's going on in your local elections. Like who's your like council member or who's what local prop is trying to get passed to help um, disenfranchised people. Just focus on that. Exactly. And then go bigger. <laughs> and That's then actually, go Yeah, right. you're right. That's just focus nice. on the first few pages. Yeah. Like, you make it sound so easy, Sam. <laughs> Because, you know, it's fun and easy. (laughs) Learning can be fun. So what is up for election for 2020 this November? So we've got the president. Of course, we vote on the president every four years. That's Mm -hmm. right. We have a whole whopping, count them, 435 House of Reps. So we're voting on 435 House of Reps this coming election. And then how many senators? A third of the Senate. Okay. Mm -hmm. So So that's 35 members. So today I learned. <laughs> I, I was today your girlfriend. So learning's fun. I keep pay attention to this stuff, but I never notice how often we vote for the the House of Reps. I knew they were there. I know what's going on. I've been following. Mm-hmm. But and I you know just, that when, it happens in your state. Yeah, other states at the same <laughs> but when time. You put it, when you put it on paper, it's just like damn. There's so much going on every two years. It's just so interesting. Who are they? Who is Congress? She's that girl. But what does she do? So Congress is the um, legislative branch of the government. They write the laws. And it's broken up into uh, two sections, which is the House of Reps and the Senate. So the House of Reps, they're apportioned via the population count through the census, which happens every 10 years since 
1790. The resulting population is then given a portion of political power by having a, percent, a percentage of 435 rep. Which we touched on, obviously, yeah. in the census episode. Mm-hmm. Check out the census episode. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff. <laughs> so that's how they're picked. Now, what do they do, Megan? So, as you mentioned, they do write the laws that govern this country, which the executive branch is meant to execute, right? So we know the president appoints cabinet members who are in charge of the departments. Well, the House of Representatives all act on committees. So, Mm -hmm. for example, there's a Committee of Education and Labor, which oversees the Department of Education and the Department of Labor. But speaking of... That's actually really important how these different House of Reps are in different committees and overseeing like housing or, you know, like schools and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, Sam, you brought up USPS and DeJoy. And I think that's a perfect example of recently what's been happening. Yeah. Right. Right. Like recently. they were the ones questioning where, the USPS. why, what's yeah. happening. So. Now that we've talked about the reps, let's move on to the Senate. There are a total of 100 senators, and that means there's two members per state. Uh, What do they do, right? So they have to live in their state, by the way, which is kind of interesting. These members also write laws, but their main stake lies in confirmations of various federal departments and offices, as well as removing a president from office via impeachment. There's two senators in Rhode Island, and there's two senators in California. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Isn't that fun? Anyway. So a little history for you. In 1929, we set the Permanent Appointment Act, which set the members of House of Reps to 435 and never to be able to surpass that. Now, why was that? That's because in 1920, after the census, they didn't redraw their district lines. And of course, that's like some North and South shit. At the time the 1930 census was about to roll around, they're like, oh, no, 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 we ain't going to play this da- game again. So they said, let's set the amount of members so that everyone can be happy. Now, at the time, that was 300,000 people per representative. That was 1929. How much is it now? That number is at 750,000 people per representative and i have to say based on our census episode that's based on the population count that we have which is already incorrect right yeah that's something that it's so interesting to keep in mind once you know it right see how it's all inaccurate it's like because also that's just whatever Mm -hmm. it's crazy because if we would have kept the same ratio from three hundred thousand from all the way now, it would we would have over ten k house of reps right. in the house of reps. Yeah, we've done. Can this imagine math, 10, There'll be a stadium for every meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Since that nineteen twenty nine permanent appointment act, nineteen twenty nine permanent appointment act, there is redistricting every ten years, no matter what, uh, based on the census and the population moving and the political power being reapportioned in the house of reps. And in so obviously in 2020, it's happening, but there is a lot at stake. Uh, We know from the 2018 midterm flip, the House flip, a lot of party lines are changing. People are moving around the country. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Did they already redistrict this year? Like it's supposed to happen this year. Does it happen? Did it already happen? So when we vote, that's how it's going to go into play? The redistricting based on this census. Yeah. Oh, so you have to know the calculations of the census. It happens at the end of the year. That you should fill out by September 31st. Thank you. We will get into 
um, a bit more on that and which party lines can change when we talk about the actual candidates and following episodes. But it's happening. It's really important. And it's just another reason why this is really important to vote all the time. But pay attention to your uh, congressional representatives as well. So that's the last kind of duty that they have. That's their job, right? They write laws. They're on oversight committees. They confirm the president's appointments for various federal jobs, the Supreme Court, etc. Why does it matter? Why does it matter in everyday life? Why does it matter Girl, to vote for these people? I Representation. The easier list is why doesn't it matter? There, exactly. There's so many reasons why, it's, like as Marta said, representation. It goes on race, gender, culture. We need people in Congress that are representing everyday lives, everyday people, because that is the actual job description. So, Please. I'm going to play a clip. Mm-hmm. Um, so this clip, somebody talking kind of found it, and it's somebody talking about what we've been getting to, which is party lines shouldn't matter as much as like human rights. Right. The end goal should just be to help your right. entire nation. Right. Yeah. And your like, population, and your people. That's and, your job. And, and so don't also <laughs> blindly vote for people mm-hmm. that are just a certain way. Like, I guess just, like, don't vote for Democrats because they say they're Democrats. You know? Fake ass. All right, let me <laughs> play this clip. One second. And I think of the book as a set of infrared lenses to actually understand who's peddling real change and who's peddling fake change. Because you look at people who say... Gosh, we've got to rebuild the middle class. But who also say, as Joe Biden did, you know, nothing's going to fundamentally change for the billionaires in this country. I just have to say, that is an incoherent, and I don't just mean rambling incoherent, as is the Biden way, but is an incoherent, intellectually incoherent theory. Because in this moment, I'm not saying all moments, but in this moment, the people up above are up above because they are stepping on people down below. And the people down below are down below because they are being stepped on. And you cannot say that I want to help the people down below in a way that will change nothing for the people standing on their necks. The same way you couldn't address feudal England, you couldn't address the Downton Abbey world Mm -hmm. without dealing with why the Granthams are the only people who own that damn castle. So big, (laughs) right? You couldn't deal with slavery without making things worse for the white plantation owners. There's no, you can't, frankly, look at the Me Too world. You can't make things better for women in this world without, frankly, reducing the power of men to, to have impunity in so many of the spaces you and I and everybody else operate in. Real change involves the loss of power. Like at the heart of this book is the idea. So anyways, yeah, I like found that in passing. We'll have the source on the websites. But that's, I mean, that's just what we're getting to. It's like, you know, again, Black Lives Matter, it's like it's not a democratic movement. It's not. Mm-mm. Like, there there wouldn't be rioting in the streets. Like, that doesn't make, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Especially, like, in demo like you have democratic cities right mm-hmm. with people rioting against the city what does hello that say? Yeah. you know like some good highlights that we do have about 2018 after we flipped the house we have more representation in women uh mm-hmm. we have like 101 mm-hmm. women in congress again i think you mentioned only 41 of those women are women of color or identify as women of color but Again, it's just really great to see more representation across the board. Yeah. Okay. It's all run by white men. We're waking up again because, of course, there's been movements and the civil mm-hmm. rights movements mm-hmm. happened 100 years after the Civil War, which we talked about right. in the census. 
I also want to point out as we are getting more progressive that like it representation could be more than just like who you can relate to and what you look like or experiences, but just ideas. It was put really well by Ayanna Presley. When it comes to women of color candidates, folks don't just talk about a glass ceiling. What they describe is a concrete one. But you know what breaks through concrete? Seismic shifts. Revolution. Let's burn it down. Burn it down. I feel like I need to make that into a sound clip. One more time for the people out of Burn it down, yeah. So we kind of, you know, dove into the race, gender, culture aspect, right? So certain demographics of people and why that representation matters. There's also, you know, and or age and income, which mm-hmm. also kind of has to do with class. career, tenure class, oh, right? Like, mm-hmm. Okay, I should, let's start here. House of Reps are voted on every two years, right? So in mm-hmm. theory, it's a two-year term. Mm-hmm. Senators are voted on every six years, voted on six-year term. The average length of service for uh, House representatives at the beginning of the 116th Congress, which is our Congress, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, for the House, it's 8.6 years. So what, 4.3 House terms. For senators, it's an average of 10.1 years, which is only, you know, one point. It's like almost two Senate terms, but it's 10 years. So they average about like a decade, right? More or less. The income... So this is, you know, the job you're going for. The income is $174,000 for all congressional members, Senate and House. Speaker of the House makes around $230,000, you know, pay raise, if you will, for that. We looked at, um, kind of pulled apart Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. right? If the heads of the Senate... And the House, as well as Republican Democrat. Right. They're just totally... Side by side. Somewhat polar opposite, yeah. right? But they had a very interesting... Um, stat little, sheet, if you will, yeah. yeah. So Mitch McConnell in the Senate and Nancy Pelosi in the House have been in Congress since Mitch McConnell 1984 and Pelosi 87. So around the same time, mm-hmm. okay? Before I was born, before we were all born. As far as income, Pelosi's net worth is $34 million, as well as Mitch McConnell's. <sighs> So, and this was just looked up. I honestly just looked these up. Oh, I, I okay. could not on. mention this. Um, can right? you go back to what the income is and then compare right. to then? Sorry, one more time. So, um, $174,000 for congressional members. I mean, and if they've been there for a while, so sure. And that's, they yeah, I actually that's didn't, spending that no money. Yet. That's no and taxes. That's the other that's, thing, mm-hmm. right. And then, speaking of senators... Miss Kamala Harris got that VP nomination. Yes, our very own California senator. Yeah, Oakland uh, based, right? Yeah, Oakland Bay, Oakland. Yeah, Oakland grown. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, she's she's an Oakland girl. She's a she's a Bay Area gal. Yeah, first Asian American vice president, first African American, and first woman vice president. Yeah, amazing. She she's a baddie. Um, I'm not gonna say everything she's done. I've agreed with, but I I have to stand. Actually, I am standing. Because... Yeah, we got, we got. I'm just giving you the highlights. You can do your own research. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, we've we uh, talked about this the last time we kind of met for this, but you've got a bunch of variables that are the same. Mm-hmm. We're all voting on the same type of person. Let's get real. This election. Yeah. Why can't that same person just be a woman and then a woman of color? Exactly. Like, why not? But for, in you my, can't knock it. For my peace of mind, and for, I guess, everybody else's peace of mind, she has addressed some of the past problems that she has had, and she has said that she was wrong. So I think I think even 
even if it wasn't Kamala, I was still going into this election being like, whatever happens, if we go blue, I'm not going to like stop paying attention. No matter who it is, like we're exactly. going to continue to fight, continue to show up. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like if it's Kamala, like, yes, I stand the girl, but I'm going to check her every single way because she does have a past record that I don't absolutely agree with. So I will show up. You can forgive, but you don't forget. Exactly. Which, again, wasn't going to be... That was going to be for any candidate. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I was like, same shit applies like, to all of you. Can you pick somebody, Biden, please? Because I just want to... The conversation... Get... <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It was kind of magical when I found out that Kamala was um, picked because uh, we were at Manny's. We have a Biden series. And the person we were interviewing was a senior advisor on the Biden campaign. And so we were having conversations with her. And then we got on and she was just like, I'm so sad that I might have to miss the Kamala thing. And she's a black woman. So I suggested, I was like, why don't we just live watch it together? Mm. And she said, okay. So we were talking, we were talking. And then Biden came out and started speaking. And then Kamala started speaking. And we were all watching it together. So it was me, a queer brown man, Manny, a queer white passing brown man. And and her, oh, Ashley, um, uh, she has two first names as the whole name. <laughs> Ashley something. I, I'm so sorry, girl. Uh, but I really loved her. But she, we were watching it and literally all of us were crying. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And to see like a black woman watch another black woman and know that representation matters and hear the things that she was saying. It was like very magical. And there was only like 15 of us. It was 2.30 on like a Wednesday or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like 15 of us in that little Zoom meeting. But it was it was kind of amazing to see that like it hits no matter what. Yeah, like, absolutely. Representation matters and across the board. That's it means the a lot thing. for a lot of people for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm sorry, but Kamala Harris isn't a Mitch McConnell. We're not going to sit here and talk about her, right? Or Mike Pence. Yeah. Ashley Allison. Sorry. Ashley Allison. There you go. Going to like gender, even with Kamala Harris, she's had some problems with the transgender community for sending transgender women to men's uh, prisons. And so us voting people Mm -hmm. in and us raising our voices and us showing concern, like that's what brings attention to it. And to like not only like get new people in, but new people or people who could uh, step up and say that they've done wrong. And then so it's like we we hear them out and then Mm -hmm. do we vote for them or do we not vote for them? So to that point, so again, Congress is writing laws. Mm -hmm. And that's a perfect example of why it's important of representation. It's weird because like, politics a lot of people just think politics is laws and money and essentially that's what it boils down to laws and money but these laws affect these human lives Mm -hmm. like laws that i'm gonna go back to the transgender community because they're just so hurt stops them from getting medical treatment because some doctors can turn them away like that's that are there's lives in these laws and then with money there's lives in these money too because what happened in this pandemic, all the money went to billionaires and they got more rich and they didn't trickle down or they didn't go to any small businesses or anything. Like there's money, there's lives in this money. So it's mm-hmm. like when you get a politician who knows that it's more, the job is more than just taking Power care of money, money. Yeah. taking care of laws. It's mm-hmm. no, there's lives mm-hmm. intertwined with Absolutely. everything that they do. You guys have already mentioned the electoral college um, Which... in certain like parts of this episode. What the fuck is that? Well, let me tell you, it it directly affects the presidency, right? Because they're directly connected. They decide the president. Exactly. And nobody likes this, but this was literally written into our constitution, as we know, Mm. and apparently you can't change it. Yes, you can. There's currently 538 uh, members in the Electoral College, and it's based off of the 435 
representatives and the 100 senators that we have in the 50 states. California has the most voting power in 2020. Wait till the House episode. We got all this California houses going. God. So obviously that's what's happening on a national level. And now we can kind of move on to more of like what's happening on the local elections. My fave. I love Mm -hmm. me some local stuff. Because it's important. It's just as important, if not more. It's also tangible. Like you can see whatever work you want to put in or whatever, like things that you're doing, like it's there. It's It's in front of you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, So what are some of the important local stuff going on? Ooh, so I guess on a state level, so California versus national, um, our District 11 state senator seat is up for election. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, should I mention what the incumbent Scott Weiner? We yeah. were just gonna fly by it, but he's running, mm-hmm. and um, Jackie Fielder is challenging him. So check out that election. And I don't know, if, do you guys follow them on Twitter because they are literally always going at it, like. Uh, Are most they, of the like, time. talking to each other? They're subtweeting each other. They're like, my opponent does this and blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, literally, no. okay. it's almost like every other day. And it's so entertaining because they both go in on each other. Like, I, I of course, prefer one over the other. But uh, they all, they're both just, like, I'm kind very... of curious what Scott Wiener has to say about Jackie Fielder. Because that's the she... thing is, like, you can see what you like or don't like about what he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, what what can you say about yeah. her? Well, he did say that um, how can this woman know so much about how, how difficult and how, I guess, intricate San Francisco is if you've only lived here for, like, five or six years. She has She's from Long Beach. She's from where I'm mm-hmm. from. And then so Jackie Fielder was like, that's very, like, nativist of you to right. be like, I can't do something because I'm not from here. And then first of all, also, as, a, he's not as, from a, here. as a white man and as someone who, like, knows, like, the indigenous people were Olani people. If you're not Olani, you can't give me any kind of bullshit. Right. Like, you're not from here. Don't tell me. I don't exactly. need any pointers from you. Also, exactly. he's from Pennsylvania, East Coast, mm-hmm. moved here but just to work he, he's been for, here for a long time. Yeah, like, he moved here to work for, like, some corporate law firm, became board of super, you know? So it's like, who the fuck are you? To be saying You've only lived you know. here to move here. To, you've only moved here to live here, like Nancy. Or to, like, way. move up, right? Yeah. In your career, no, like yeah, that's, that's why you moved up yeah. here. So don't because like, what's going to happen? Tea, exactly to your point, he's doing this. He's going to become a senator, and then he's going to get to move back east. Yeah, because that's uh, exactly what Nancy Pelosi did. She worked here and moved here. So like, say we're all working here, went to school here. Say you're doing that as a politician, because mm-hmm. again, it's San Francisco. So you have high profile people here. Mm-hmm. She did that for however long. And has literally been in the House of Reps, which is located back east, since 1987. Her family's from back there. Her family's politicians back there. I noticed that while yeah. researching, because I'm like, when did she move here? Like, because, you know, we also, of course, always have to keep in mind that, like, we're f- across the country from where all that's happening. Mm-hmm. We're across the country from where the legislative branch is drawing laws. Yeah. And so, yes, they're representing us. But if you're living in... Washington, D.C., throughout this last 20 years of San Francisco gentrification, Nancy Pelosi doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah, Yeah. she hasn't seen it. She's not on the ground. And that's the thing that comes out of, like, one, wait your turn, and two, uh, people in line. Because once you're in line, you kind of stay in a scope of, of this is what I'm supposed to be. This is my goal. This is what I'm looking at. This is all I know. But then you don't get that, like, 
fresh perspective because you mm-hmm. only stay in the line right. of the people that you're around. And you and have to. You in do order in order to, to, to stay there. Start to and you're not yeah. really yeah. doing anything to. for anyone else at that Absolutely. point. You're no. not serving. You're not. That's why it takes yeah. people. Like people hate new people coming to the city because, yes, this city has had such a, a travesty happen with displacement. So it's hard for to see somebody come in that's not from here and, and change some rules around because there's people like, I don't like Jane Kim and other, and who she's not from here. She's also from the East coast and she proposed, she helped endorse the Twitter tax break. And that was a huge role in displacement in the city. So it's hard for people who are from here to see other people come in and change laws. But then at the same time, it's like, where do you get your fresh PR buys? Like, where do you get, I don't know, just like this new voice to help change the city in a, in a, good direction Mm -hmm. but i think that's yeah i think that's the interesting conversation to be had about pelosi wiener kim that's the establishment of like there's people that are working in nonprofits and like actually doing work and that's not accessible because people with money and all they're in line are coming here and they're getting the jobs Mm -hmm. so it's even like within board of supervisors we even have that issue of establishment versus everyone else or like the judges like it's right. literally everywhere politics it, is bullying it really yeah. is and it, it reflects national politics so yeah. absolutely but that's again state senate local elections right. so just keep that in mind uh there's other things to vote on we have board of supervisors props vote down ballot please please show up <laughs> <laughs> just vote go to ballotpedia enter your address Ooh. you're gonna get to see a little preview of your ballot i'm just saying it's yes. all there for you there's so much at ballotpedia that ballotpedia is our girl it helps with so many things mm-hmm. so if you have any questions about anything with that go there that's our bible mm-hmm. oh the it matters bible <laughs> <laughs> also i just wanted to mention um i think you had said that now we're on twitter it yeah, matters. it matters SF. It's blank, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Not for long. Yeah, I'm like, I think I retweeted or did something, but... Sorry, like, random plug, but no, I was no, just no. realizing how like important Twitter is. Well, since we're doing idea. this, um, on Instagram, it's at ItMattersSF, at ItMattersSF, and on Facebook, same thing. Um, Facebook.com slash ItMattersSF. Cool. Or ItMattersSF.com. We'll get into it in another episode, but I guess you should know for now, you can watch the Board of Supervisors talk about each prop on itmattersf.com slash municipal hyphen elections. Do y'all hear this content that we're delivering? I know. Y'all, all the resources are there. Right after this episode, we're going to be doing our California House of Representatives. Uh, We've spoken a lot about Nancy Pelosi, District 12. There's a lot of districts to flip. A lot of districts to keep from the 2018 midterm. A lot of those came from our state. Um, and then the national ones. And then the Senate. And then the Board of Supervisors. And then the prop. Of course, all the sources for this episode. And as we do the other episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all. Go, Bo. Do the census. <laughs>